Well, hello, my friends. Welcome into another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. I'm so thrilled to be with you here today, and I want to deal with a question that uh, nobody has asked me this yet, but it's something that I've been thinking about because, you know, here we are, right? I mean, I want to be sharing information with you that is useful for a long time and not just something that is a fleeting idea. And so I want to ask kind of a tough question of what I'm even teaching here. And that is, is subscription web design just a fad? Is it just a fad? Is it, is it a bad idea to go hook, line, and sinker into this business model? And I think it's worth asking this question and maybe thinking through it and dealing with it uh, in case that ever comes up for you. And to be honest, as you're making a decision uh, on whether or not you're going to buy into this model, this might be something that you've thought about and just haven't asked about it yet. So we're going to talk about it. Is subscription web design just a fad? All right, now this episode is going to be sponsored by the SWD Mentorship Program. So if you just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com, if you're not signed up for the mentorship program yet, that's where you can go. And it's a great way for you to get ongoing help in your business as you try to implement the subscription web design model. We've got a nice tight-knit group in there right now, small group, and that's totally fine by me, um, but growing a little bit every day. Just added a new member last night as I'm recording this, so super thrilled about that. And I uh, would love to see your name come across um, that you signed up, all right? So the Subscription Web Design Mentorship Program. It's at subscriptionwebdesign.com. I think it will help you go to that next level in your business and help you um, as you iterate. Okay, so this is a fair question. Is this idea of subscription web design something that we can latch onto and use this as our preferred business model for the long haul? Or is it just a fad? Is it something that will be going away? Are people going to be tired of memberships after a few years, et cetera, et cetera? I mean, after all, there are um, people who hate <laughs> subscriptions, right? They loathe the idea of adding another uh, subscription on. And I'll, I'll tell you what really prompted this thought in my mind is that uh, Basecamp, the project management software that I use, um, they've always been very vocal about business and and technical decisions as well. And so they just made the point that for their size company, basically, they don't think that the cloud is any longer a sustainable option. Basically, because you're renting land. Um, it's like if you think that you are going to be in business for a, you know, seven to 10 year or longer time horizon, then, um, you know, you may be able to do better hosting your own servers rather than having Amazon AWS or some other cloud hosting service um, to actually support your business. And they do nuance this with the fact that, well, actually, if you're a startup or if you're a huge enterprise that can, you know, sort of afford um, and benefit from the scale, then, yeah, that's perfect. But if you're a mid-sized company about like Basecamp is, uh, then they think that it's better to just own the equipment outright rather than essentially paying each month to rent it. And so it just has me, you know, thinking about that. Are, are, are people always going to want to pay monthly for websites? 
or is that something that's going to go away? Because I don't want to lead you guys into something that is not profitable for the long term. So here's my take. First of all, yeah, some people absolutely loathe subscriptions, or at least they say they do. But I've met very few people whose actions actually back up their alleged hatred for subscriptions. They probably all still have Netflix and Paramount Plus, and they probably still all pay the payment for their internet bill, and they probably all pay to use their power every month, and a good portion of them probably pay for landscaping and other services. They probably pay for pest control. You know, it's, and so uh, people may say that they detest adding another subscription into their life. Uh, at the same time, their actions every month show that actually they rely on the subscription model to be able to afford many of the services and products and um, amenities that they currently have. So I would say this is not something that we need to be too awfully worried about. You know, they may say that they hate subscriptions, but at the end of the day, it makes more sense for their business to be on a subscription web model than to just pay outright for the website. Okay. So pay attention to what people are doing, not necessarily to what people are saying. As the old saying goes, actions speak louder than words. All right. Next, I would say this for, for those who really do loathe the subscriptions, fine. Okay. If they say no, you know, I don't want your subscription model, then maybe adjust your plan a little bit. Offer them an annual renewal. Change up the model and see if it'll still work for you. I'm fine with that. You know, come in as a secondary option and say, look, I still would love to see if you'd consider the option of an annual renewal. That way your website is always kept up to date, et cetera, et cetera. It's the same pitch. But just instead of, hey, adding a monthly thing, how about, okay, well, we'll do, you know, whatever it ends up being, $3,000 for the year or just whatever it is. Pay $3,000 this year, you know, 12 months, we'll reevaluate. If you want to do it again, pay $3,000 again. We'll spruce up the website, manage it for the next year, et cetera. So you can be flexible with this thing and make it work, I think, even for people who don't typically like the subscription model. Next, I would say that uh, simply company, companies have been proving the subscription model for like decades now, okay? Like, we're there. We're there. Um, the subscription model itself has proven that it is not a fad. And... So I don't see any reason to think that that model applied to a new industry would be a fad either. Uh, the bottom line is that the subscription model writ large works. And it's so new in the web design industry um, that I think I think it not only has a very long life, but I think that it, it will end up working forever, <laughs> uh, frankly. So yeah, the subscription model has been a proven business model for decades now, I see no reason to think that us web designers can't enjoy that same longevity with this kind of model. Next, I would say that ultimately, this is the very best model for both the client and the provider. And we're not going to rehash all those reasons in this episode. We've talked about them before and we'll talk about them again. But for both the client and for you, the service provider, this is the best model. 
And the, the, the short version of that is for the client, it gives them peace of mind. And for you, it gives you stability. I mean, that is such a win-win. Peace of mind for the client and stability for you, the provider. So it's the very best business model of web design out there. Is is it a fad? I mean, is the best business model just a fad? You know, I don't think so. I think it's going to be proven as the years go by. This gives the best opportunity for customer service. So is the best customer service a fad? I don't think so. So I don't think this is going to be a fad either because it just allows us to serve our customers and our clients at an even higher level than ever before. And then finally, if you genuinely believe that this is the very best thing for your clients, then do it. Go forward confidently. In my opinion, there's no reason not to. Um, if you have questions about it still, you know, you're not so sure that it's the right move for you, then maybe don't or, or move into it slowly or purchase the course first or the mentorship first and, and, and kind of get involved and, and ease into it. But if you're there now, if you genuinely believe it's the best thing for your clients, then let's do it. Go forward, start offering it. I think you're going to find that it's going to work out just great. Again, I've got some clients who have been with me for six years now, okay, maybe even seven. Um, and that's it. Like, they're still here. And so I'm almost on a decade of proving this model in web design. And so I have every reason to think it's going to continue to be a great model for the future. And in fact, I think it's the very best and most helpful model for both the client and the service provider. So is a subscription web design just a fad? Nope. I don't think it's just a fad. I don't think so at all. I think there is a long, healthy industry in subscription web design ahead of us, and I'm uh, excited to just be at the very beginning of it. All right? You guys take care. God bless. Awesome to share with you for another week, and we'll see you next time on the Subscription Web Design Podcast. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.